0: Hello everyone out there in cyberspace, this is Ham Talk Live, episode number 305, Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet, 2022, recorded on Monday, September 26th, 2022. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Kind of Live. Tonight, we're joined by Bill Stearns, NE4RD, and last episode, the Maluzi Brothers were here to talk about the Collegiate Cuso Party. So if you missed that show, you can listen anytime over at HamTalkLive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube, if you prefer, or you can catch the rebroadcast over on WTWW.com. Shortwave, that's 5085 a.m. Saturday afternoons, about 330 p.m. Eastern time. So I'll be back with Bill Stearns, NE4RD, right after this word from ICOM America, right here on Ham Talk Live. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM, our high-powered base station's cut-through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your own home or remotely with the RSBA1 app. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it? The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled. With faster processors, high input gain, high display resolution, and a cleaner signal, it is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers, digital IF filters, memory keyer, digital voice recorder, spectrum waterfall display, and an SD card slot. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out faint signals in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 by ICOM is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has 110 dB RMDR, dual digicel, dual receiver, and RF direct sampling. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver radio brings direct sampling 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 to the UHF VHF weak signal world. It's loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. With a 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectroscope and waterfall display, dual watch operation, full duplex in satellite mode, and smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels. The IC7300 is a high-performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. The innovative transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. It has 15 discrete bandpass filters, the large color touchscreen, spectrum scope, SD car slot, and RF direct sampling. The real HF Fun starts here. Visit iComAmerica.com slash amateur for more information on iCom
1: Radios. A flashlight is a case for holding dead batteries. Now here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live.
0: Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight, Bill Stearns, NE4RD, joins us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. Bill is the National Jamboree on the Air Task Force Chairman. He lives in Billings, Montana with his wife and three children. He's a life member of the AWRL and the president of of the k2bsa amateur radio association he's active in stateside contesting with the big sky contesters and uh, sky Warren with yellowstone county aries and he is a software and systems engineer podcaster and generally a nerdy guy you can also find him over on linux in the ham shack where he's been a co-host since may of 2016 and uh also work with him on amateur radio news line from time to time uh, on some radio scouting stuff so bill good to talk to you again i i think i've seen you since uh the last time we talked on the show
2: yeah probably i, I believe we <laughs> we ran into each other at uh, hamvention <laughs> that was the last time yeah so, uh, I,
0: uh, we've had a uh we've had a uh, brief well not so brief pause on a lot of things in the last few years so uh, it was good to good to see you at at Dayton but uh, um it, it's it, it's been i think
2: i think it was 2019 was the last time we had you on yeah yeah it's probably been uh, that long since we had a uh, a lot to talk about and, you know we all know uh what what the world went through over those you know, a few years and uh, uh, the activity that we're talking about today, of course, is Jamboree on the air and Jamboree on the internet. And it and it's still still continued through COVID, you know, obviously with a, a reduced footprint around the world due to, you know, various restrictions and local restrictions, depending upon where you lived in the world, uh, you know, you couldn't get a gathering of people together and stuff like that. So it really kind of, you know, especially Jamboree on the air side really kind of, you know, Kind of took a little back seat for uh, for a few years, and uh, we're really hoping to see that pick up. I know I've gotten a a lot of emails, uh, kind of leading up to this uh, this next jamboree, uh, which or jamboree on the air, which of course is taking place, uh, you know, really really soon here in uh, October, the fourteenth through the sixteenth. So it's always that uh, I believe it's that third weekend. I'm already going to forget what I'm supposed to say, right? (laughs) Third full (laughs) weekend. Third full weekend of of, October. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're really excited to see. uh, I got to, um, we allow people to uh, borrow uh, the K2BSA call sign and uh, use that for their event, portable in their areas. And we've got uh, pretty much everywhere except for the uh, Northeast. The one, twos, and threes haven't been taken yet, but uh, we're going to have, uh, a K2BSA call sign portable everywhere from four through uh, through nine and zero, of course, and then we also have a KL7 uh, that will be uh, active in uh, in Alaska. Plus, we'll have a whole bunch of other stations because you know this is the world's largest uh, digital Scout event uh, taking place on the internet and over the airwaves. And the jamboree on the air, of course, is not just a U.S. event; it is a world event. It's organized by the uh, World Organization of the Scouting Movement. And uh, they have their own website there for Jamboree and Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet. And that's that JotaJoti.info, J-O-T-I-A, sorry, J-O-T-A, J-O-T-I.info. And, uh, of course, that's where you'll sign in and register uh, your station and your activities and what you're actually going to be doing during the Jamboree on the Air event so definitely get over there log in sign up sign in and uh, they'll also collect your after action reports for the event and uh, hopefully we'll get some some good reporting and good numbers out of it this year i know uh, as we were just talking before the before the show that uh, we haven't been able to generate a uh, a a good after action report for jamboree on the air since uh, since 2019 uh due to some uh collection mechanisms and of course covid going on so, um, you know, hopefully this year we'll have, uh will be able to ha- put out a nice report with uh, some numbers and we'll kind of see where we're, where we're at post, uh, post pandemic.
0: Yeah. It, it's interesting to see how that's going. And I know uh, a lot of the restrictions, uh, even, uh, outside of the U S are, are starting to uh, dwindle and we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. But, uh, it's great to hear that you'll have some groups back on the air again. I know, uh, you know you could you could do some individuals but that's that's kind of hard to do with uh with a whole crew of scouts and and probably not all of them licensed so uh, it'll be great to uh to get them on the air again and of course it's always uh butted up against school club roundup so there'll be plenty of young people on um, that uh, week in October so um, make sure you check that out as well but um you mentioned the website. Uh, there is a registration process. So uh, for anybody out there that's that's wanting to get involved with getting scouts on the air, uh, what's your recommendation?
2: Yeah, so uh, definitely register what you're doing. Um, and we do get this, this question and talk back every year about uh, how do I make my Jamboree on the air event successful? And uh, if you're just planning it now, it probably is not going to be. <laughs> no. um, yeah, on our website, now uh, the k2bsa.net website, you can find a whole slew of Jamboree on the air uh, resources uh, from a countdown calendar that provides you sort of like you know month by month how you should kind of plan your event. And this is an event that uh, anybody can participate in. You do not have to have Scouts there to actually participate. You can. Ah uh, participate you know fully on your own as an amateur uh, you can uh, contact scouts, talk about your scouting history if you have any, and uh, just talk about amateur radio and goodwill like uh, we're supposed to do uh, during the event. but let's say you do are planning an event uh, where you're gonna have scouts, of course, you, know, you have to follow all the youth protection uh, guidelines of too deep leadership and all that other stuff that uh, is required for the safety of uh, minors and uh, how do you make it successful? Well, a lot of people think if, uh, if they have a club and uh, we have a club station and we just set up in a park or maybe at the clubhouse, that that's going to be successful. We just in- invite scouts to come to us. And, uh, you know, if they don't show up, we, we don't know what we did wrong. But uh, the way you really make it successful is you go to where the scouts are going to be. And that's that's the part of the planning that that we really talk with people about. Is that you need to be aware of the local scout calendar, whether that be, it means your local troop, your local district, or your local council, depending upon how big you are. Cause some councils are, you know, um, small in a geographical area, like uh, the Tampa, Florida area, even though. I don't live there. It just comes to mind. There's multiple, (laughs) multiple councils. (laughs) But in the state of Montana, there's one council here. So, you know, depending upon where you're at geographically, the size of uh, those different uh, structures of uh, the hierarchy of of scouting will be different. So you'll want to be able to contact whatever group is closest or local to uh, whatever you're trying to do. And get their calendar, find out what they're doing the weekend of, uh, you know, the third weekend of October. Maybe they're at a camporee and they're having a camp out or, or maybe they're uh, doing popcorn sales, which normally happens really close to the same time, which kind of does interfere with stuff. <laughs> but if they're if they're planning on having like an you know, ice cream social on a big cell weekend, you know, um a lot of times I see that happening and and you can literally put a pop up uh, ham radio station at those events, you know of course, talk to them and and get permission and show up and uh, normally if you if you bring the radio to the scouts, it's always a success, no matter what so that's that's the key to having an event work is going to where the scouts already are, so you can show amateur radio build antennas, do all kinds of different activities, uh, whatever you're planning. Uh, we have, um, we have one group down in uh, Texas that, uh, is telling me they're going to be launching a balloon with uh, the K2 BSA call sign on it. So I'm kind of excited to see that. So we have given them permission to do that. And they're also uh, going to run a station down there as K2 BSA portable five in Houston, Texas. Um, we had, uh, a lot of interest this year out of, uh, out of Texas, uh, for that five call sign, but, uh, it does, uh, we do assign it in order of, uh, the reservations coming in. So <laughs> the earlier you, uh, reserve that K2BSA call sign for your calling area, the better. And if you're in the calling areas of one, two or three, it's still available for, uh, jamboree on the air and jamboree on the internet. Um,
0: ah, there you go. So. If you're out there in New England, get get in there and and, and do it, but you're going to have to hurry.
2: Yeah. So one uh, one thing that uh, they do uh, with the with the national registry or the the world registration over there on the uh, J, j- Joda dot info site, it's always so hard to say. <clears throat> they do give you a Jam Puzz ID, and this has been the same for several years now, and it's a it's a it's a identifier that uh, other groups are collecting. And uh, so that's the key to getting the sign-ins over there and signing up because that registers you to receive that Jam Puzz ID that others are collecting. So it's kind of like a little mini game that's going on during you know, Jamboree on the air, Jamboree on the Internet. Because some groups won't, won't be on the air at all. Some groups will just be on the Internet doing things on, you know, Minecraft, IRC, Zoom, and, you know, Skype and a whole bunch of other things. And then other groups will just be solely on the air um but the one thing that threads them all together is this uh, little mini game that uh, you can collect uh, the IDs and then um yeah if you if you go over to the the national or the international site you can uh, find all that information out on their uh on their virtual camping ground there that they have and they have all kinds of information and resources uh for you for those various uh items that they're doing including promotional information if you're looking for logos and stuff like that you can find all kinds of stuff there. And uh, yeah, yeah, lots, it's always lots of stuff going on for Joda Jody. <laughs> it's just oh, such yeah. a huge event.
0: <laughs> it is. It, and you know, it, it's funny, the, the more I, I work with Yoda, the more I hear about Joda because. It's like, oh yeah, we, we get the, you know, we get these scouts on the air, and we 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 go out and and set up and 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 put them on the air, and I'm like, oh, that's that's great, and then then once you get them going, then then we'll keep them, uh, we'll keep them in ham radio, <laughs> and so it's it's a it's a great recruiting thing, it's a great exposure to to get people on the air, and. And, uh, you know, like, like so many people say, you know, you never know when, you know, even if they don't get a license, if, if they grow up and end up being president of your HOA, that can't hurt.
2: Yeah. And a lot of people's first experience, you know, as scouts, uh, with amateur radio is, is jamboree on the air. So, uh, I, I do find it, uh, fascinating that so many, people even in the ham radio community that you know just happen to be scouts you know they, the first time they remember being on the air was at a jamboree on the air so <laughs> and uh, this is the uh, 64th I'm, if i'm doing my math correctly i believe they started in 1958 so uh, this has been going on for for quite a while and it's touched uh, a lot of people's lives over the years and uh, even if you're not a scouter you, you can still participate in jamboree on the air Uh, Because you're going to hear people up there in the general portion of the bands talking, and you know, saying "CQ Jota, CQ Jota. and uh, yeah, don't don't be afraid to answer them back. I realize there's some contests going on. I think there's even a couple of QSO parties that goes on uh, the same weekend. Um, But uh, yeah, don't be afraid to to work them and 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 give the scouts a a chat, and you can tell them about your ham radio experience. And uh, that that's normally they find that kind of stuff interesting. Uh, It's always a, a it's always a big eye-opening and, and, and big smile moment uh, when these scouts get on the air. And, you know, because we kind of, you know, put the microphone in front of them and say, here, have fun. They <laughs> <No. laughs> have a script, you know, you might get silly questions like, you know, what's your favorite color and stuff like that. But uh, um, sometimes, yeah, yeah you get, get somebody that's interested in it, and then maybe they want to take that next step and get their license and and uh, become part of the community. So it's always an opportunity to open up our our, our ham radio community Uh, to the youth, which obviously, I mean, you're directly involved in with uh, youth on the air. And uh, we all know that it is a vital, vital portion of uh, the survivability of the hobby.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's, uh, something that I've found, uh, you know, uh, in working with youth and, and just in general is, Having that script uh, so that they have something to go off of. And, and so, you know, you should be prepared to get those questions. Like, what's your favorite color or, you know, what, what's uh, your, your school's mascot or, um, those kinds of things and, and maybe even have some questions for the scouts thought up ahead of time. Uh you know, they like to talk about what they're doing at school, what they're what uh, other curricular extracurricular things that they're involved in. Um what uh maybe what merit badges or what class they're working on in in scouting and so those might be some things that you can kind of prepare to 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 ask uh, that they'll be able to answer a little easier.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you could kind of get that idea from again, the K2BSA website because <laughs> we uh we have some of those scripts available uh for scouts. Uh, it's you know definitely in the guidelines for uh amateur radio operators and uh, the JOTA guidelines for scout leaders. You can find some uh real good information in both of those areas uh on uh you know how you can make your your event successful, how to kind of, you know, get over the mic fright and um we do this uh, you know, uh, this is like an annual annual practice for a lot of us guys that are in the k2bsa that do the national jamboree where we you know have thousands and thousands of scouts come through yeah. <laughs> the amateur yeah. radio tent and we get them every single one of them on the air and uh it's yeah it's definitely interesting at scale to see uh see these uh demonstration stations and and how they work and some events are, are really small you know i've i've set up in uh, as small as a, a little canopy here, uh, in town in billings and, um, you know, just a, just a little park and had, you know, dozens of scouts come over and, and that, that was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, your event could have hundreds of scouts if you go to a camperie or even, you know, 500 or a thousand. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it all depends on, on how you set up and where you set up. Uh, how big your event will be but uh the the thing is is, is it's it's just fun i mean <laughs> that's what we always asked our scouts when uh, they come to the meeting for the first time and you know ask them what you know what what what's the purpose of scouting it, it's to have fun and that's that's basically you know what we want to share as as part of this uh, jamboree on the air event as well Is like we want to have fun and use amateur radio to do it and 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 show uh show people you know how to talk on the radio and, and, you know, hey, you could show them FT8 if you want, but, uh, I, I don't think you'll get a lot of interest in clicking buttons and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. definitely, you know, dust off the microphone. I know some of you, I'm, you know, crossing, my, you know, wiggling sh- my fingers at you. <laughs> you yeah. can plug in the microphone <laughs> just this one weekend and, and talk. It's fine. It won't hurt you either.
0: It's kind of like get, getting on a zoom meeting and turning on your camera. It, it, it <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, I love the, I love the suggestion of going to the scouts and not just, you know, Oh, Hey, let's go set up at park and we'll, you know, tell everybody, you know, we're inviting scouts, um, that, you know, some coordination definitely helps and, um, that's a great suggestion. So, all right. Well, we're going to talk some more about uh, the Jamboree on the air and Jamboree on the internet 2022 with Bill Stearns. NE4RD right after this word from Tower Electronics right here
1: on Ham Talk Live. Thanks for choosing Tower Electronics. How may we help you today? We have PL259s, we have in connectors. We have SMA adapters. We have BNC adapters. What can I show you today? Where's the tower? Well, we don't actually have a tower with us, but we have all kinds of things you can use with a tower. We have power poles, antennas, soldering irons and meters. Where's the tower? <laughs> Ma- ma'am, that's the name of our company. We can't haul towers to all the hamfests across the country that we visit, but we have almost every connector and adapter you would need to Connect your antenna that's on your tower. I don't think there's a tower back there. I really don't. Tower Electronics. Visit us at a ham fest near you or call 920-435-2973. Or see our whole catalog at pl 259com Sorry, one thing we don't have is a tower.
0: And the Tower Electronics HamFest schedule, the big one down in Belton, Texas, October 1st. Crestview, Florida, October 15th. Chickasaw, Alabama, October 22nd. That's North Mobile, Alabama. Um, or you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com. Ham Talk
1: Live with Neil rap.
0: Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll let you know when new episodes are coming your way. And we're going to talk with Bill Stearns, NE4RD, with the K2BSA. Um, You're hearing just a little bit about Jamboree on the air and Jamboree on the Internet. But uh, before we do that, it is time once again... For the N9
1: GSU Joke of the Week. Now it's time for the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week. The part of the show where Rick tells us a ham radio joke. The Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week is brought to you by QRM Labs. Now here's Rick Garrett, N9 GSU, with today's Ham Talk Live Joke of the Week. I think we'd all agree that ham radio is not a cheap hobby. I decided I needed a part-time job in order to fuel my addiction to ham radio, so I took a job at the clock factory. I got fired after about a week. Apparently, I was putting too many extra hours in. This has been the Ham Talk Live, Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett, in 9 GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick.
0: You know, Bill, there's just not enough hours in the day.
2: <laughs> Got to add those extra tick marks on the clock.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, well, thanks, uh, Rick, for the joke of the week. And uh, we're here with Bill Stearns, NE4RD, with the K2BSA Amateur Radio Association and the upcoming Jamboree on the Air and Jamboree on the Internet the third weekend of October. And, and I saw the new patch. It looks pretty sharp. Tell us about this year's patch.
2: Yeah, so uh, National put together the patch uh, this year, as they have for the last couple of years. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a really nice uh, um, uh, sort of like a, a square with a rounded edge, <laughs> one rounded corner. Uh, it's a very interesting shape and uh, has all the symbols that you would normally see, a microphone, a mouse an antenna tower, and a Wi-Fi symbol. But that's okay. We know how ham radio works. Uh, we're going to use that tower and put some signal up in the air. But, yeah, you can find the patch. It's available uh, from the Scout Shop. That's uh, scoutshop.org. And uh, that's the, uh, the the national uh, Scout Shop for the Scouts BSA. And you can find it if you just search for JOTA uh, 2022 emblem. Uh, I believe they are running $3.49 apiece and they are still in stock which uh you know at this point that's that's pretty much a miracle cuz normally they uh, sell out pretty fast uh they uh, they just came out uh, i believe about a month ago so uh, availability was uh, was then so uh, yeah if you want some patches for your group uh, and you haven't ordered them yet so go right in and and uh, order those patches cuz uh, yeah they do look sharp this year
0: yeah they kind of look like missouri
2: yeah they
0: do <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. So uh so so Bill I'm going to I'm going to get my my scout group on the air and I'm going to get on
2: 14.290, right? Oh no, not 14290. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I so could have said 7200
0: but yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: There is the the myth and I call it the myth because I don't know. We've published it so many times that uh, yes, there are the, the World Organization for Scout Movement calling frequencies, and uh, as we all know, as amateurs uh, with the two-meter calling frequency, uh, it means you don't necessarily have to be on it, but you can establish your communication and move off of it. Um, but what we do is we recommend that you uh, you kind of start in the general portion of the band, and that's where you move your your nice big big dial in front of that that beautiful rig that you're going to show to the scouts here. Yeah. 14290, you're going to have some stations probably hammering each other, calling CQ Jota on top of each other. So I I highly recommend that you uh, you know, move the dial. Is it, it that's what the dial's made for. You just kind of just jog it off to the right, you know, even just do a quick little spin and, you know, put yourself up there, you know, you know, in the three three hundred range. The three twenty to three forty is a really good range too. Um, especially for low power and portable operations and stuff like that, so don't be afraid to, to kind of tune tune around and look for a clear spot and just call CQ. That's the that's the best way to do it. Um, if you stay on two ninety, you will we'll run into some QRM from other groups that are you know possibly having uh, you know some inexperienced hams on uh, you know on HF. It's, uh, it's not uncommon. Uh, we, do, uh, we do a lot of training every year for or every four years for, uh, for the National Jamboree to get uh, our HF operators up to speed on, on how to kind of really control the frequency and stuff like that. But when it comes to Jamboree on the air, um, all bets are off because you're going to have every skill level of HF operator out there, especially in the HF areas. Um, now, there are some other alternatives besides HF. Uh, a lot of people uh, just get on Echo Link. Uh, EchoLink's a great uh, option to uh, try out uh, if you still want to do voice, and obviously you could do that um, with you know the internet, <laughs> so you don't even need RF. But you could go RF and connect up to uh, there's a conference node called uh, Star joda Dash Three Six Five Star. So that's the uh, the conference node. I don't have the number, but everybody looks it up by name anyways. So yeah, it's J O T A Three Six Five. Um, you can find that uh, available. And normally that's uh, a lot of people who connect from all over the world on that. So, uh, but you do have to take your turn uh, when you're on that. Uh, another option is over on D star uh, reflector zero uh, three, three alpha. So reflector zero thirty three 33 a is uh, a very popular uh, radio scouting uh, D star reflector. Uh, we have had lots of, lots of success using that over the, over the years. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, There's many talk groups over on the DMR Brandmeister. I don't know, uh, I don't know many of them offhand. Thinking like 907 (laughs) comes to mind. So, uh, there are some talk groups over there. You can search it up, I believe, uh, through the, through the website, uh, for Brandmeister. Uh, you can just search for Joda and you'll probably find a bunch of them there. Uh, A lot of people have been having some success using that because there's just obviously so many people participating in that. Um, let's see what else, uh, you know, think about using some modes where if you want to do digital and, uh, we do, uh, do get the people that want to do digital, give, uh, you remember this thing called BPSK <laughs> 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 back when we used to just type and, uh, you know, hit the transmit button or, you know, maybe even ready. I I've actually, uh, I've, I've worked a few BPSK 32 calls or 31. Yeah. BPSK yeah, 31. 31 uh during joda and have had some really uh fun conversations uh just typing conversations um i don't really recommend it but like if you want to try it it is kind of uh it's kind of nostalgic now because uh you know hardly anybody (laughs) is on there uh so it might be something interesting to show if you wanted to show live typing uh, as opposed to ft8 i mean you can always show ft8 as kind of like an ancillary thing um, a lot of people get kicks out of, uh, uh, the, the mapping thing, the grid tracker and stuff like that, all the bells and whistles and stuff like that. I think it's mostly us as ham radio people. We like that stuff. Um, but the kids yeah, probably don't really get it so much. Yeah, um, not but like, yeah,
0: much you, of a conversation there.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, you know, if you do get on HF and you're working some DX, and let's hope that these, uh, band conditions, uh, uh, improve and we're not uh, totally wiped out by solar storms or stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, have a conversation with them, you know, when they say, "Oh, you know, you you talk to, you know, Europe or something like that." Well, I can do that on my phone. You know, what I always tell them to do is, you know, put your phone in airplane mode and try to do it. <laughs> Cuz you can't do it without, you know, the trillions of dollars of infrastructure between you and Europe. Uh, but like uh that little piece of wire or that vertical antenna that uh, yeah, somebody has here on your station uh, is a, is doing it without anything else in between. It's the magic of ham radio and the magic of wireless communications, and that's what we're that's what we're showing.
0: Yeah. Well, absolutely, well said. Uh, and and, uh, and if you're on HF, you don't have to be even on twenty meters.
2: Oh yeah, there's all kinds of bands. You just <laughs> press the mo- the band button up and down. It's amazing. <laughs> it works. It works
0: up down band thing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, What about, uh, okay. I got to ask because, because you know, my, my latest
2: mode is satellite, any satellite activity. Well, there normally is, you know, you know how satellites work. It is a little bit faster paced. So it's not really an appropriate area for uh, maybe a scout to actually make the contact, but it's a great demonstration uh, I've seen, you know, handheld, you know, uh, satellite operations kind of go through just watching, going through the motions, um, and discussing exactly how this whole process works with the, you know, the satellite is, is normally tumbling <laughs> and that's what causes a lot of the, the, the warbliness of the signal. And then you also have the, the Doppler shifting. You can talk about the, how the frequency changes as it's, you know, down low and then moves across and, you know, it's always kind of cool to show that, you know, handheld uh, arrow or elk antenna or whatever you're using. And, uh, you know, maybe you have somebody demoing and holding the antenna and just pointing it at the bird as it flies by. I, I think it's such a cool thing to watch. Um, but it's not necessarily a cool thing to participate in <laughs> unless you're a radio guy. Um, it's not real interactive with that, uh, getting the scallout on the air and and and, you know maybe the repeater ones you could probably get away with it because there's not as much uh you know that the user has to do. Um where like the linear birds are more, you know, temperamental, even though we have all kinds of software and everything else to to do all that stuff these days. Uh I just uh, I don't think it's a great you know, this is my only mode is satellite mode. <laughs> it wouldn't be my go to, but it's its a beautiful thing to demonstrate. Same thing with balloons and uh, amateur radio direction finding. Uh, it's a great opportunity to build some antennas. Uh, there's just so many activities you can kind of rope into it, but you know, think about, think about, you know, keeping it simple and, and making sure that you can actually, uh, you know, deliver on everything that you put together because, you know, sometimes you just don't have enough volunteers to do everything. <laughs> and that's that's generally the case when you're planning events. You know, you really have to staff up and have have people around to do all these these wonderful things that you want to do. Um, but uh, yeah, just just do what you can do and and uh, and yeah, execute and have fun.
0: All right, so it's J O T A J O T I dot info. And that's coming up October 14, 15 and 16 on a radio and, and a, and a Wi-Fi node near you. So, uh, <laughs> make sure you, 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 check out the Wi-Fi, right? Um,
2: yeah, plenty that, of Wi-Fi's. That's,
0: you know, that's 2.4 and five gigahertz. That counts. So, you know, yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: right. And, uh, and the patches are there. So you know, if you want those order, order soon and uh don't forget registration um is on uh joda and uh you know i know we we talked a little bit before the show you know getting those numbers are are, uh, have been a little tricky with the uh with the covid and, and uh not having everybody together uh but uh you know, if people can register on there, at least you're going to get some kind of uh, feedback for this year.
2: Yeah, and generally you, you can, uh, they normally have a list of uh, participants and stuff like that. So you can kind of search through with, uh, with some success. It's more uh, geared towards international community. So for us U.S. people that you know care about city and everything else and <laughs> location it's not uh terribly useful for that um you know maybe uh maybe next year we'll we'll get back to doing the local registration uh on that and then uh maybe partnering uh again with uh our good friends at icom america to to give out a uh handheld for uh for some lucky uh um uh, um after action report uh uh, reporter. So <laughs> not this year. Sorry. Sorry. You didn't, uh, didn't uh, put everything together to do that this year, but uh, definitely participate. Definitely. Uh, as soon as you register on the Joda Jody. Info site, they're going to, they'll send you an email. They'll also send you your jam Puzz ID, and then they'll follow up after the event with uh, an after action report. So you can report back and also feel free to uh, email us at uh, K2BSA.net. Uh, you can email us at info. Info at k 2 bsanet and uh, we'll take your report and we'll get it up and available for people. If you want to share pictures and and uh, what what you had for success, we would love that information. Um, but uh, don't expect a end of uh, end of action report from us specifically this year. I'm going to shoot for that next year. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely participate and and have fun.
0: All right, that's the big thing is have fun. So get on the air work some of these scouts uh if you get a chance uh to uh to put something together uh with the scouts it'd be great to get them on the air but uh they need people to talk to just just like everybody else so Get on the air and and give them a call. Well, Bill, thanks so much for being on the show today. Appreciate it. And it's great to talk to you again about this and uh, looking forward to uh, a lot of activity here in just a couple of
2: weeks. Yeah. Great talking to you again. And thanks for having me.
0: That is a wrap for this edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guest, Bill Stearns, ne 4rd and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening. And invite you back next time for a list of all of our upcoming guests. Visit HamTalkLive.com. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375. And may the good DX be yours.
2: So to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the line. Yeah, 73's to you and your family. I'll be seeing you further down the lobby. It's hard to believe that you're into the Because you sound just like a local up here. But why don't those whistling
1: to ring